Are you ready? From the champion. Oh, 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 This is episode 98. I am joined by the one, the only, the legendary, the Denver Bronco fan, Tommy Smith in the house. Tommy, how you doing today? Oh, dude, I got a little, a nice little intro right there. I, I like it. I thought I felt like I'm, you know, sitting on Stone Cold's podcast or something. No, nah, man, I'm, I'm doing weeks, great. Too long. Yeah, really. Uh, I do got to point out, though, how just how ridiculous you look in that Washington Commanders stuff. I'm oh, sorry, Commanders, man. baby. It's going to be a good season. You, <laughs> you have got to be the biggest jump around fan I've met in a long time. No offense. But I thought you were a Jets fan last year. Uh, I haven't watched a Jets game in five to ten years. You know, they've given me nothing to watch. I watch fantasy that's football. That's fair. That's that's fair, and I will give you credit for as much as uh, I've seen you like post about them and stuff. You you went full in. You bought the jersey. You bought the hat. Like, I I can celebrate that. When I make a jump, and yeah, it, it, it's 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 for good. It's, it's see. For, that's it's why for you good. just like you pick your team and you just you stick with it. Absolutely. For those of you guys that are watching the the Denver Broncos uh, shirt you wear, Tommy looks pretty sharp there. Hey, thank you, man. I've had the dark gray with the white lettering sticking out and a little bit of the orange. Not bad. I have had it for a while. You know, it's been a back on back on Sunday night football tomorrow night. So it'll be it'll be a good one. Uh, It's been an interesting start to the season so far. But I'm I still no one one. One and one. Okay. Yeah, they, they, lost they beat. To... Uh, they beat. They lost to Seattle week one, and then yeah. they beat. Uh, gosh, I don't. I feel like a Houston. Houston last week. Yep. And That's they play the uh, heads again. Yeah. Yeah, and they play uh, at home against San Francisco tomorrow. So that will be interesting. We'll see how uh, San Francisco is looking. Uh, yeah, I think I think they're getting that over there. I think they're getting Kittle back, but uh, without Trey Lance, it'll be interesting to see uh, Jimmy G playing there but uh yeah it's I, i'm i'm in football mode like i'm I'm in the season and i'm excited and everything but but you're also in baseball well i'm still too. in baseball mode dude i i whenever i get you know i was watching last night whenever i get the chance to to watch the Rays, it uh it's it's, it's a good time and and with uh, only like two weeks remaining let me tell you dude that extreme rules weekend i know we're wrestling podcast but for me as a sports fan Thursday of Extreme Rules weekend, we got the Broncos taking on the Colts. Of course, I'm from Indy, so I'm going to be public enemy number one. Friday is the start of the wild card playoffs, so the Rays will be playing at some point. And then Saturday, you got Extreme Rules, so it's going to be a, it's going to be a good weekend, man. That's going to be good. And uh, how about um, uh, a, a little bit off sport topic, but I, just before we went on to this recording, I saw Aaron Judge's seventh inning at bat, and he struck out. Oh, I was going to thought you were going to. Thank God. He cannot, <laughs> cannot. Uh, listen. That dude against the Red Sox. He cannot tie Roger Maris's record against the Red Sox. That just cannot happen. That would be pretty funny. Absolutely. However, Why are, are these pitchers pitching to him? How, it, just walk correct. him every time. 
I will, that good. I will say it's hilarious how the MLB has tried so hard to put his 61st home run on national TV last night. They were on Apple TV. They Today they're on MLB Network. Like, I, I'm, I bet they'll be on, what, do you guys play again tomorrow? You guys can yeah. be on Sunday Night Baseball or something? Is it like, Sunday Night Baseball? I don't even know anymore. I haven't been, I, I, like, I, I haven't looked at the Red Sox in, like, three weeks. I can't tell you, but uh, I, I fell asleep, like, pretty pretty quickly after the Rays game last night, and I got a text from my from my older brother, and he just goes, dude, who holds did it? And, and man, that's... I'm so happy for him. I'm not, I'm not, I, it's not like I don't respect Aaron Judge. Obviously, we're both not Yankees fans, so, you know, I don't really care. But I, I can obviously appreciate the series, the season that he's had, and I think that it is a big deal. But 61 homers, which, you know, you could argue is the record or not, versus joining a list of three other people on 700 career homers is is just yeah, phenomenal. I mean, and that's the thing is I've been watching Pujols since, you know, since I was a kid. So it's uh, it was a it was a cool sports moment to to watch last night. Yeah, that was great. I mean, I, it'll like, be a cool moment when when Judge does it too. Of course, I, I I'm more obviously invested in uh, Pujols getting that 700. Like I was like kind of hoping I wasn't too sure if he was going to do it or not. But then he got hot in August, and then hot this Dude. month too as well. Like it, just, you know, like not like it was a big question mark up in the air, and we still I have was, about uh, another week left. I was talking to my older brother, yeah, and it was just like, man, you remember when the All Star Game and Commissioner Selig said like, hey, we're gonna have these special spots for, uh, I think it was Miggy and and Pujols, and everybody was kind of like upset about it, and then Pujols was in the home run derby, and people were upset about that too. It's just like that, like you know, mostly the home run derby kind of like has been known to like kill your swing, and you the second half you have less homers. He's turned it on, man. I mean, he's had one of the highest OPSs I think since the All Star break. Like he's in very limited at bats, but he's been coming in through you know with tie game zero zero seventh inning homers, you know two home run runs last night, you know clutch homers in in the ninth and stuff. He's been a uh, He's been playing really well recently, and it's it's a uh, hey man. I'm not I'm not saying anything, but the Cardinals, those teams that you know they just got to get hot at the right time. And if if Pujols can stay hot when they make the playoffs, like it's not a team you want to be seeing in the NL side. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I don't like. I mean, I still have the Mets or the Dodgers as <clears throat> the favorites to get in the World Series. Correct. But it's definitely, definitely not. Can't count on Atlanta either, no. man. They're defending you can't champs. Count them out. You, you, it's definitely not a shoe, and I, I, I can't tell you that right now. They're the Mets and Dodgers are the favorites, but Atlanta um, and St. Th- Louis can easily spoil that. I think the NL has more teams that you could actually see make it to the World Series than the yeah. AL. I think if you look at it right now, I think obviously Houston, you know, is, Houston's is gonna, like my solid favorite. Gonna be up there. Yeah. Is the Yankees are starting to get a little warm. They're Correct. warming up again, but they had a sketchy two months. So I'm T- still Toronto's, not expecting Yankees to make the World Series, but to the ALCS. Yeah. And I mean Toronto's got talent. Their pitching can can be a little suspect sometimes. Obviously I'm a homer, but Tampa Bay's a, a very solid team and and then you know, I would say Seattle, but they just lost Julio Rodriguez on the on the ten day IL. So mm. it'll be a the playoffs will be very good. It, it, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. It's only two weeks away from I think it was two weeks from yesterday. So 
Yeah, man. It's it's like the perfect time to be a sports fan because it just seems like everything's going on. You know, basketball comes back next month. Like it, it's uh, it's a good time. And wrestling. I mean, wrestling has been phenomenal. I mean, let's just we've been talking about other stuff. Wrestling's like been on minutes, fire. Man. There's really nothing there's really nothing uh boring about wrestling this year, to be honest with you. Gosh. I mean, just leading up to this point, it's just been news report after news report all year long. And the, the amount of big are, things that have happened this year is yeah. insane. And we see WWE's been booking booking better shows. People were complaining about last Monday night. But I'm like, whatever, it's AEW this week. So, you know, people are probably going to be Correct. more prone to watch that. And people are going to be comparing the two shows or whatever. But, you know, WWE, uh, they, they know when to book solid shows and when not to. WWE has been around for such a long time now. Um, this was kind of like the week probably not to go all in. Um, but, um, yeah. You know, I do got to say it is, it is kind of impressive. Yeah, with Extreme Moves coming up. But. You know, we were talking about football, and you know, the football season's going on, and obviously, you Week know, Monday three night already, just yeah, like that. yeah, yeah, and it's like you know, Monday night football is just getting started, but WWE's still been putting up pretty solid numbers in the first two weeks. I'm pretty sure they're still topping. Maybe they might not have last week with the doubleheader uh, of Monday night football games, but I th- I'm pretty sure they topped two million. You know, week one, so. I mean, they're they're putting up good numbers and and they're putting up solid shows too. And I think AEW kind of, you know, with the last few weeks has been a little in the in the negative side of the news. But they put on a really really good Grand Slam. Uh, and and I think, again, I mean, we've talked about it every time we hop on here. Just the aura and you know the kind of water cooler talk. You know, just kind of feeling that wrestling has again. It's not like fully there to the, you know. Late '90s and everything, but you're seeing a little bit more, you know, wrestling T-shirts and you know more people, you know, getting accustomed to it. And you know, we're getting guys like Action Bronson, you know, bringing in the the cross platform with the rap game and everything. Like it's it's a it's a good it's a really good time to be a wrestling fan. But yeah, man, Extreme Rules two weeks. Yeah, it's two weeks already, and you could. I'm also liking the fact that WWE is also. Um, subtly incorporating long-term booking. I mean, they're yes. already they already booked a match for uh, Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia, which is Roman Reigns versus Logan Paul. <sighs> Let me tell you something. Fans have a lot to complain about this. Like, they just gotta calm down, enjoy the ride. Because one, we haven't seen Roman Ro- Roman Reigns versus Logan Paul. This is only Logan Paul's third match, yeah. so it's gonna be a fresh matchup. They're gonna kill it. Um, and this this, uh, yeah. might, this might be a trial run to see if, if Logan Paul really belongs in that main event picture. So, you know, kind of like what happened a couple weeks ago, you threw the acclaimed uh, in against Swerve Our Glory um, at All Out, and you didn't really know if they belonged there or not. You know, that was very debatable. But then after watching that match, and now yeah, and they put on the best match was into of the weekend. It, yeah, they yeah, one of the best matches of the weekend. And then you realize like, wow, the acclaim just leveled up right in front of our eyes. Correct. So this could be something similar with Logan Paul. Like people don't think he should be there. People always complain and oh, you know, uh, we want to see the same like we, we see the same stuff all the time. Well, this is something different. So yeah. take and- it, enjoy it. Let's see what happens. Like this might be like this might turn into something bigger than we think it's gonna be. And and you know, I'm I would I'll Admit, I was one of those people who was like, that match just doesn't sound 
interesting. But then I thought about it. And like you said, it's a fresh matchup. I, I won't, again, we don't know fully to the extent of what uh, Logan Paul can do. But I think the Miz is one of the better barometers in the entire, you know, kind of co- country wrestling world of, you know, you could put on a good match with him. You know, you're, you're pretty good. Cause I think the Miz is underrated severely, but I mean, I, like, like you said, I think it'll be, they'll kill it. But also, you know, one of the things I realized is look like he's crown jewels, super showdown, like all these extra shows that they do overseas and like Saudi Arabia and stuff. We're meant to see dumb matches, like just ridiculous matches that we haven't seen, you know, Undertaker, Les- or Undertaker, Undertaker, Goldberg, you know, the Kuwait Cup tournament that they did, you know, just just a bunch of stuff that's kind of not Don't forget thrown- Bray Wyatt versus Seth Rollins. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, they've been known to have I mean, come on, we just had a random for the first time in what years the last year they had the uh, the Hell in a Cell match for the first time that wasn't on, you know, like the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view like there's though I've come to understand those shows it's just a giant they try to have a four-hour wrestlemania with just a bunch of stipulations and i'm okay with that like i'm i'm not well the crown jewel is kind of like like a like basically a house show with wrestlemania pomp and circumstance correct yep um but that and last year delivered it did deliver last year i will say it was a little better last year um but i think that changes going forward that like every show is going to be meaningful, even if it's not uh, one of the major four or five. Every show is going to be more meaningful. Like they already told, announced Survivor Series. Oh War my games. god! I am Dude, excited War for that. Game. I'm excited. Dude. So here's the thing. here's the kicker. I I have my tickets uh, for it, um, but everything's just so up in the air with work right now. Yeah, that that can change. So like I got people asking me, "Oh, let's go, let's go, let's go." I'm like, um, I, I don't know what's happening that weekend. I don't even yeah. know when I'm coming home. I'm on vacation too. What, like, what day that, is it? Do you know? It's a Saturday night, and Saturday you know, night is like part of Black day, like November 26. Okay, so I'm and going it's to the part SmackDown. of Black Friday weekend. Oh, uh, yes, I'm going to the so SmackDown like two weeks before. It's nice. an ind- it's an indie, but yeah, dude. But that's the thing is like. I mean, we're already we're two months out from this pay per view. We knew Triple H would probably be bringing more games, but and it's not going to be red versus blue. Thank God. Yes, but it's like we're two months out, and I mean, you could Bloody see the time. excitement right from both of our faces when you said, "Oh, yeah. it's you know war games." Like this is this is what we wanted for so long as wrestling fans, and it's like honestly for probably full show something fresh. Honestly, since probably April, but even if you count in AEW and just how fresh they've been over the last two, three years, like it, it honestly, since we started this podcast, it just seems like wrestling has been has it's kind of been been on the upswing. So maybe maybe we're the we're the catalyst for that. But you know, oh oh, no doubt about I, I've, it. I've passed. We jumped we jumped in at the right time. Exactly, you know. exactly. We and we're only. Time. An episode away, and you know, this is 98. So Tommy, I gotta then... bring something up to you. Oh our, boy, our WWE and AEW fans Facebook group, yes, just yes. hit a thousand followers. Hey, look at that! that right was... in time for I was just about to get into how we were doing the hundred episodes here in like two it just weeks. Just hit a thousand followers, so that's pretty awesome. And yeah, man, organically hit a thousand followers, so. And that, and that's, you know, it's, it's great that we get to do this podcast, but it's great just to have that, 
you know, group where people, I mean, every day there's somebody sharing, you know, news or, you know, their opinion on something or, you know, videos and stuff like that's, it, it's, it's cool to be in your own little kind of like cliche, like not cliche. How do I put it? Your own like kind of, kind of niche thing. Like, you know, we're all wrestling fans and we get to share that passion. So heck yeah, yeah man. A thousand followers. That's yeah. That's and 998 more YouTube, people other than us too. The, 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 and pretty soon the YouTube videos will be, uh, YouTube subscribers will be there too. Message yeah. from Dave, the hook bros have arrived. I know I've been, I keep messing with my hat because I've been growing my hair. I don't think I've, this is probably the longest I've grown it out since I was a kid. So I'm at I'm my longest like three since I now. cut my hair. Um, for the first time in, in, during the pandemic, uh, the barbershops okay. closed for like so three been, months. Wait. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm at my longest. I got my sides going. I got my sides are short, but it's longer on top. So I'm purposely doing that. So uh, not today because I don't feel like taking my headphones off and my hat off. But <laughs> maybe eventually I'll reveal that. Hope yeah. Rose have arrived. Uh, David Smith, hey, thank always, you so man. much for always following us. We really appreciate it. Yes. Uh, so let's talk AEW Dynamite Grand Slam. We saw title changes. Chris Jericho, the new ROH champion. Yeah, man. A new... Um, New uh, champion, John Moxley, which we'll have to talk about, too, as well. The the return of Paige, a.k.a. now called Soraya. Um, so a couple things happened. A great tag team match. And then we had a match that didn't even really belong on the card because the event ran out of time. But we're going to talk about all that. Uh, but the crowd was hot. I was actually thinking about going... But I'm like, you know what? There's so many events that I need to get to. Like, you know, we got Survivor Series pending. And if that plan stays the way it is, then we're going to go to Boston Celtics game the next night yeah. um, before Perfect we head timing. home. Yeah, yeah. Boston Celtics are in the same arena the next night. And They're also in the news, but we won't, we won't yeah. talk about that. And, 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 there, and there's stuff next year that I want to do. So I, I, yeah. you know, I can't. I can't make every single event, but um, Extreme Rules is actually kind of tempting. I'm not gonna lie. Where's it? Where's October 9th it's, in Philadelphia? Where is it again? Philly. Okay, I, I forgot. Which really one tempting. Philly, which like that might be like a last minute, last second ticket. Um, yeah, I might hey, I don't blame you, man. To, we'll see. So, especially um, how the card turns out. I mean, yeah. we're getting a strap match. And I'm not gonna spend a lot for that event either. Like, I'm gonna believe, get the yeah, cheapest yeah, yeah. ticket possible. You know, yeah, we're getting a strap match. I, I didn't even watch SmackDown yet, and I'm gonna, but I, I saw through the news. Uh, you know, we're getting a strap match coming up. Um, and then we got uh, uh, Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Uh, and, and then uh, what else was there? There was three, there's three matches signed so far uh, for that uh, match. I have it up right here. Probably, Riddle versus Rollins. Riddle, Rollins. That's what I was thinking. So that should be the end of that. Hell in a Cell. Give me more Hell in a Cell. That would be interesting. So we'll see. Typically, yeah, cage matches are, are, are meant to end feuds. So yeah. I, I think that uh, uh, Rollins versus Riddle could be uh, the way to uh, end that feud uh, eventually. So yeah, man, maybe let's... maybe somehow they get plugged into the war games match. I would be okay. But with I that. really think I have a feeling it's going to be bloodline, all bloodline versus whoever. Yeah, whoever they're all feuding with at the time. It'll be because uh, that's Triple H does. He's done um, the war games matches with the factions. Like I've I've noticed that, like with the undisputed error, undisputed error. Yeah. 
against a couple, you know, uh, a couple years in a row, got into the War Games main event against, you know, various uh, different, you know, wrestlers that happened to have been feuding with them at the time. I'd like to see uh, them do the turn on Sammy by then and then have Sammy and Kevin team up with uh, two other people. If Because you, you got to have Roman on Survivor Series, right? Like, if he's not in a championship match, there's no way he's not in the War Games match. Like you, he, he. There's no way he misses his pay per view. Yeah, I mean, if they go, if they go four on four, uh, in War Games, solo work out Usos and Roman, and then you could have Kevin, Sammy. I don't know, Drew, and I, I can't think of anybody else. I don't know. So they could throw somebody in there, like you know, the Street Profits. I, I don't know if they'd get that rub, but. There, there's a way to build to that. So, but yeah, uh, you're talking huh, about you're talking about see. Grand Slam, dude. Okay, so this is pretty interesting. Um, we got uh, Corey. How you doing, man? So, uh, Judgment, Judgment Day, Day versus the Bloodline. Uh, that is interesting. Um, yeah, but who's the fourth? Keep person an eye for out. Day? Keep an eye out because on Raw uh, with uh, Finn Balor. Approaching AJ Styles. Uh, yeah, but who's so the fourth person going for, there? You think it would be AJ? No, the well, okay. So if like, so here we go. Um, th- this is pretty interesting. So uh, AJ was confronted by Finn Balor on Raw, and they're and they're just going yeah. back at it. They didn't get into a brawl or anything, but they're just going. You know, Finn Balor is uh, reminiscing how he's always been there for AJ, regardless of uh, whatever was going on. Um, but um, anyhow, th- I found that kind of interesting because if you have, uh, you can have uh, Priest, Dominic Mysterio, um, Finn Balor, um, and AJ Styles. But then, interesting. Now, but now the harder part is how do you get there? How do you get the bloodline to cross paths with Judgment Day? How do you, how do we get there? Yeah, so but that's that would what still I kind of feel know. like that Raw SmackDown feeling, and I don't want that. I don't want Red versus Blue. Like it, I get, it could feel it could make, make like unless Day. unless Judgment Day starts showing up subtly here and there with random matches yeah. on SmackDown. You could, and you stuff. could really make it maybe easy, start. like kind of be like the the justice seekers of of the wwe or something like where they're on both shows or something i don't know there, so there is a way you can do that so that's interesting so it's just like yeah so the challenging part to me my opinion would be uh one getting that fourth member um and maybe if aj doesn't really necessarily join but maybe just kind of like a one-time thing like kevin owens did a couple years ago um on uh, nxt war games but yeah, um, yeah. so how, how do we get there and then how do we get the two to cross paths um, without, yeah, like you said, we're kind of like avoiding that red versus blue kind of thing. Like maybe you just subtly get some uh, get some judgment day to have random matches on SmackDown, kind of like Roland Brutes randomly showing up on Raw the other night. That's but, true. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting. Gosh, they, Corey. They're so good. So I mean, listen, it could happen one day. I, I think I, I saw something like Judgment Day uh, or somebody posting wanting Judgment Day versus uh, Bloodline or maybe somebody from Judgment Day said they wanted a, a member from Bloodline. Uh, I don't know. I would, I, I did you know, see I would love to see like Imperium and like Walter or Gun- Walter Gunther and Sheamus kind of like have a, a mutual respect kind of connection and then they team up. That would be 
that that could sell that, it for me. And that would that would that would work out really well um, because they are fighting on the the seventh, the the season premiere of SmackDown. They already have a match for the Intercontinental Championship, yeah. I think. Announced. Oh, you didn't watch? He stops talk, talking about SmackDown. They announced that last night, but I guess it's not a not huge spoiler. You figure they would have wrestled at Extreme Rules anyway, or something. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm I'm still kind of for for now I'm still kind of leaning more towards Kevin, Sammy, and possibly Drew, and then maybe one other guy yeah. against against Bloodline. That would probably be your match. Um, that kind of comes off as yeah. weird as it is, but that could come off as like the uh, you remember when the Shield used to fight just like three random dudes? It would be like Cena, Sheamus, yeah. and Ryback, or like. Seamus, Big Show, and Orton, or something like that. That's fine. I mean, there's yeah. nothing wrong with having a match with, as they call strange bedfellows, but like, yeah, it, it'll be the excitement is building. I mean, that's the good thing is we're excited for it. Yeah, because not only are they just building two extreme rules, but they're, they're building to other things. Um, so that's that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, moving on. Uh, so let's let's get to dynamite, um, really quick and um. Basically, that's that's all all the news I got. I think there was something else I wanted to bring up, but uh, if I do, I'll uh, interrupt ourselves. But uh, we had AEW starting off very hot. The fans were very hot for this. Uh, Jericho yeah. uh, in this match with Claudio. And who would have ever thought Jericho would be a Ring of Honor champion defeating Claudio? Yeah, tell me who that five years ago. Who would have ever thought that? The Ocho he is now known Gosh. as the Ocho, and his and shirt's out for it now. Um, like, <sighs> so how, how you feeling about Jericho's win? I thought it was a pretty good match. We saw Claudio yeah, it was a good match. Uh, um, almost run into Aubrey Edwards and... Then she had her back turned because, like, uh, she thought Claudio was gonna uh, crash into her. And then from behind, Jericho gives Claudio the low blow, blow which Aubrey Edwards does not see. And then Jericho immediately hits uh, uh, Claudio with the Judas effect, getting the one, two, three, new Ring of Honor champion. How did you feel about this match? Yeah, man, good match. Uh, at first, I didn't, I wasn't a, the biggest fan of the, the result. But I think it's more because AW is trying to get Ring of Honor a TV deal or some kind of weekly show deal. So giving Jericho the, you know, championship again, just kind of like how they did it when they started the company. I mean, it was Hangman and Jericho, and everybody kind of really wanted Hangman to win, but Jericho ended up doing it because he was a good guy that you could kind of instantly add credibility to your promotion. So I think that that's the same thing here. Um, It'll be interesting to see what they do with it just because they don't have a weekly show right now. But yeah, man, I think uh, Jericho just constantly just keeps reinventing himself. And I think it's it's incredible how well he's doing. So, yeah, man, I enjoyed this one. Do you put Jericho in your Mount Rushmore? 100%. 100%. Yeah, without, right? even, without even question. And maybe like, that's it's just It's just hard sometimes because, like, you know, you got Steve Austin, The Rock. Hogan, um, Undertaker, Cena. but as far as longevity goes, yeah. I got Shawn Michaels, Taker, and Jericho right there as the top three. And I maybe would, one yeah, other guy. I, just I'd longevity. Have, I'd probably have Austin, my four, if I just had to think just from the people, and it's based on mostly who I saw. Maybe probably be Jericho, Rock. 
Uh, Jericho, Austin, Cena, and Punk, maybe, just because I'm biased. But... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> hey, I'm a CM Punk homer. I'm not going to go against it. I don't know if you see this. For those of you guys that are watching, I got my Jericho right there. Autographed picture there. There we go. Right there. Back from 1999. Jeez. Yeah. Literally a year after I was born. <laughs> Make me feel. But hey, that's just a, that's a great statement on going with the longevity of, of Jericho. I mean, he's been going since what he debuted that year. So yeah, I'm 24, I, I remember seeing like, Jer- I've been watching Jericho wrestle since 95 when he was in WCW as the line. Yeah, and that's just in. in I didn't see his UCW stuff. I discovered him when he first came into um, WCW. WCW, But then I read about him in magazines. 27 years of being, I mean, obviously he took some time off for Fozzie, but like 27 years of being on. He took time off, not a lot. One of the top two wrestling companies the entire time. I mean, that's just, and, and, you know, new characters, constant championships, like, it's 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 incredible how how you know amazing and and how just how well he's been able to reinvent himself all the time that's been great swerving our glory versus the acclaimed for the tag team championship we talked about it earlier in the show but the acclaimed proved caesar me tommy uh <laughs> the acclaimed proved i love that, it um, i love the acclaimed the Everybody loved that after All Out, they were white hot. They had a stellar match at All Out in a pay per view. Um, people say that they should have win and that maybe uh, won, and then maybe it was a bad call that they didn't win it all out. But uh, not for nothing, I don't think AEW really realized how over these guys were until this match finished. And then after that, I believe AEW called an audible and be like, you know, these guys are white hot. They tore the house down. They showed that they belonged. And that's why they got this match. The fans wanted it. And um, yeah, but it wasn't as tag- good. It was good. And this but- time around wasn't as good as the first one. I, um, I compare again this. I compare this match to kind of like what I guess I'm looking at it from <laughs> the potential pop, like kind of of what drew versus roman could have been you know you make that change and and the pop right there is incredible so i i i am glad the acclaim got it but i think that winning it all out could have been the better choice but yeah man this match was was good just it's kind of hard to live up to what they did all all out out. like i i didn't think the acclaim was ready just yet but they proved to me after the match that they were ready and that they belonged i'm like because i even told my buddy that i was watching with i'm like Man, the acclaimed just leveled up after tonight. So um, yeah, they they had to. But now there's the problem of um they go backstage. Cass Wheeler says that all four guys killed it and congratulates the acclaims uh before saying they've been the number one contenders since April, FTR says, and uh they would like their shot now, but then interrupting them is the Ass boys, uh, they roll up to make fun of them, and we go to, and then they then they go to break after that. So FTR is gonna go against uh the the guns, and uh so it'll be a little bit of a distraction feud. I say um get the belts on FTR, uh 
Um, and uh, oh, you can't I was, take uh, it off. Put take it off. The Revolution. That quick. Revolution. Because you have a you have a good of course they're definitely over, but you you're gonna give them about four or five months of a solid run. Um by for their for their first run. Uh, uh yeah, I mean FTR should have gotten their title shot actually a long time ago, but now that's I, fair. How, that's how do you fair. fit that in? But they are <laughs> the tag team championships of three different wrestling organizations. So yeah, yeah, they got uh, seven belts or whatever. It's it's AEW's really just got to build the acclaim up from here. Um, because um, yeah, um, we'll see we'll see what happens. Now, so we'll get to this in a second. The um, the wrestling show ran out of time. Clearly ran out of time at the end. That was too obvious. But there is a couple things that I feel like AEW Grand Slam Dynamite was a little bit overbooked. Um, yeah. They tried yeah. to jam too much in that two hours when they could have given the matches a little bit more time and a little bit more breathing room for each each match. Uh, four title matches, you could have done 20 to 25 minutes a match. Uh, but anyhow... You had Orange Cassidy versus Pac for the Atlantic Championship. I don't think this should have been there, in my opinion, for that night with the amount of time that they were allotted for how hot and how special the show was supposed to be. Uh, but Pac hits Orange with the timeskeeper hammer. You notice that everything was all like cheating, mostly. <laughs> Other, I did. Uh, I did notice that. Yeah, yeah there's always there's always got to be interference. Uh, it was a lot, a lot, a lot of chicanery. A lot of cheating uh, went on. Ooh, I like that chicanery. But um, Pac hits Orange with the Timeskeeper hammer, and then Orange Cassidy's knocked out, and then uh, Pac hits Orange uh, with his full press slam, Red Arrow, whatever you want to call it. Um, hey man, what and, what and is this with, with Pac or not Pac with with Orange? Man, he is now zero and eight in his championship matches. What's the point of that? What what is the point of him being? You know, oh, he's one of the better ones. And this is coming from an Orange Cassidy fan, like. Why is he not won yet? <laughs> he keeps looking like a, a dunce every time he gets in a championship match because you know he's going to lose. And then he loses by BS like he did here. That's I just, mean, this is me. This there's more of an opportunity like going forward in the future for him to win a TBS or, or Atlantic at this point with that new extra title that could could, you know, help. I mean, I, I don't think he's going to be at the main event level. I don't think AEW is going to book him at that main event level. Hey, man, uh, that, that double or nothing but, match uh, with him and Pac and Omega was phenomenal. So I don't, I don't know if he's not like he may not get to that main event level, but I don't, I can't say. I mean, he's talented matches. I mean, he had a, he had a good featured match with Jericho and the Orange. Uh, I mean, Osprey's match at at Forbidden Door. Yeah. Which I didn't even see that match. I, I didn't watch Forbidden Door. I should have. I don't know. I don't know why. But. Wayne, dude, just go go right now and go watch it. It's <laughs> it's that good. Um but yeah. Um so this is the match I feel like that really did not really belong on the card and you take this match out, then you're giving more this title champion. doesn't belong. You you're giving more match time to the championship match that should should have garnished more time and then of course a little bit more time to the other matches too yeah um athena versus serena d versus tony versus Britt baker 
Um, we see uh, Tony Storm retain. She's still your women's champion. But uh, uh, not for, uh, Britt Baker, she is uh, she's quite the workhorse, regardless of her head gets cut open, bloody nose, mouth. She just keeps going. And uh, but post match, a bloodied Britt Baker attacks the champ, uh, beats her down. So Tony Storm uh, takes a beating there. Uh, then we see Jamie Hader, whom we thought Jamie Hader was gonna turn against Britt Baker, but apparently not. Uh, we see Jamie Hader charges down and pulls her away from Storm, locking eyes with the doctor, right? So it looked like that they were gonna get into it. Yeah, and then they both uh, attack Tony Storm together, and all is well in the Britt Baker camp. Uh, for now, they, for now, they they're back together at the moment, like nothing even ever happened. And then an unfamiliar song hits. Out comes Soraya with a huge monster pop in Queens, New York. And let me tell you, that building was hot already. And it got hotter when Serena came out. Soraya. Yeah, dude. It was uh, it was a good debut. I'm intrigued. Everybody backed out. The girls played uh, Britt Baker, Hater, Serena Deeb, all on the outside it, it, with their draws dropped in shock. That's what's going on. Britt Baker rolled out of the ring as soon as uh, Soraya was about to enter. And she just goes on and say, this is my house. And then she's joined by her former buddies from WWE, Tony Storm and Athena. Uh, and uh, we see uh, Soraya stands tall. And apparently she's cleared to wrestle. I, was, um, I, thought, I thought she Sora. wasn't cleared. Apparently, I think she is. Uh, I, I got to see no, I, okay, we might have got different reports because I heard. We're gonna find out right now. I saw something really quick today. I heard uh, that she wasn't cleared. That's what I heard from from good old Meltzer. Mm, that's that's interesting. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna look this up right now. Where are you? Where are you, Chris Jericho? Uh, there we go. So he posted today. Um, Excuse me. Something, and I, I hope I could find the article. But he posted a, an update today. Um, let me see where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Okay, <laughs> seemingly addresses the report that okay, all right, so I'm mistaken. So, Soraya seemingly addresses the report that she hasn't been medically cleared to wrestle. Um, so that is the latest update, but that can change, that can change, and maybe she's gonna be like a personality. I mean, what's the point of bringing her in if she's not gonna wrestle? I mean, that's just that's just my opinion. Hey, I'm not like, and it's no offense to her, but she wasn't like the greatest character. Like, I, I was, in, I was more into her wrestling than I was, you know, her on-screen personalities. So, but that's just me. It, it'll be interesting to see if they they do clear her or whatever. So, so check this out. Check this out. So, uh, yeah, a report by the Wrestling Observer newsletter caused concern amongst fans as it was claimed the new signing who has multiple screws in her neck, of course they have to throw that in there, uh, actually Jericho wrote this, hadn't medically been cleared to compete. Now, though, Soraya has seemingly disputed this by warning her fans on Twitter to ignore the dirt sheets clickbait. 
Um, and then she says, see you Wednesday. So, so, so Raya hasn't wrestled since 2017. Uh, it was noted uh, by um, Jericho in this article. Um, so we'll, we'll see. Um, yeah, sometimes you got to, especially when it comes to Meltzer, you got to take things with a grain of salt for sure. It's very true. It's very true. Yeah, I did, like he he's kind of like 50-50 in in his reports to be honest with you. So that's happening. She got a big pop. This will be fresh and hopefully a burst for the women's division. Uh a women's division, this AEW women's division, I don't believe gets enough credit it deserves. I mean, they did have the match of the year in my opinion at uh, double or nothing in Las Vegas with Serena Deeb um going against Thunder Rosa that Match tore the house down. So, if anybody's talking about the AEW women's division being bad, just go back to that match. Maybe the booking sometimes is, is not great, uh, or, uh, you know, other things, uh, or maybe they're not getting enough time. But other than that, they, they have a lot of talent there. But moving yeah. on, um, John Mosley defend, uh, defeats Brian Danielson for the AEW championship, which I honestly thought was probably going to go to uh, Brian Danielson. I had predicted Brian Danielson to win. Apparently, I was wrong. Uh, it's an I interesting thought, choice. I, I thought that John Mosley was going to take some time off here. Correct. For, for a little bit. Um, good, good match. Uh, how did you, how did you feel about the match overall? The match was great, and I, I think it was the highest rated one on the show, and well deserved. I mean, it was phenomenal. However, I'm I'm in that company of it's not it's not the bad decision. It just doesn't feel like the right one. I I feel like we've seen Moxley again, and I I think he is the face of AEW. So don't. I'm not discrediting him for that. However, it's just company's been around for three years and he's already a three-time champion. Like, and Brian is, is not bad. Like, it's not like he's a bad champion and the yeah. people want to see him. And I, I don't know. I just, I think that you could have pulled the trigger here with Danielson and then had Mox get it back, you know, to some other point. Uh, and then we do this. Well, you didn't watch Rampage last night, did you? Yeah. No. Okay, so I won't spoil it, but but did you see how Dynamite went off the air? I did, yeah. Like, like it went off the air quick, and there was still it was like a story to be told there. But what happened is, and I sort of figured this was going to happen um, until I found out uh, what, I, what really happened. But, um, but yeah, Daniel Bryan rips the title out of William Regal's hands. And then you see like AEW Dynamite go off the air, and that's it. I'm like, what the heck? And then I realized, yeah, they ran out of time because they're trying to jam too much in two hours, correct? And then you saw it, I, it doesn't even spoil, but, but apparently, there was like seven it, matches last night on, on Rampage, you know, it's just it's a little I, too much sometimes. Honestly, like, fell asleep through half of the first. Half. I didn't even get through the full hour. I got through like 45, 50 minutes of rampage. So I gotta I gotta get on that. But it was late at night. It was 10 11. It, it was it was almost eleven o'clock. I was dozing off. I had just got did you watch Action Bronson's match? I did. What do you think of him running the ropes? He's got some speed to him for as okay. big as he is. It was okay. 
okay. He was okay for like the first time being. Uh, oh, for sure. For only being, he, you know, not being a wrestler. He was okay. I, I don't, not too sure if like I'm a fan of his gimmick though. Oh, I don't want to see him anymore. I just think it's impressive I don't how, see him fast, how fast he ran the ropes. Man, yeah. looked like he, I think they commented on how he looked like he was playing football or something. Like, yeah, he's yeah. got a good first step. Yeah. Like, he was pretty impressive for the most part, but I don't want to see him again. I'm not a fan of his persona. I don't. I don't know. Something That's just fair. wasn't clicking to be honest. That's fair. But uh, yeah, so that wraps basically wraps up AEW. Like they they just they um in, in closing here, AEW is just they gotta they gotta pace themselves better. They gotta pace their pay per views better. They gotta pace their shows better. Maybe get a second hour rampage in would do wonders for them. This way they're not rushing. Yeah, it, actually, it actually wasn't terrible last night. Like I think it worked. I don't I think they yeah. kind of like tried to overstuff the card with too many like yeah high so profile matches. Which sounds like a dumb comment. Yeah. But I don't know. It just seemed like everything was up. You know, this is important. This is important. You know, like you need you need some breather matches. But yeah. Two hours did work. I th- I thought it was good and I think, you know, there's AEW is the kind of company that could use an extra hour, and WWE is the they kind of could. company that could take away an hour, and it wouldn't be, yeah, you know, if, AEW, if you have four hours of each, like that's fine. AEW is just trying to jam too much into a show, and you can tell, and they don't really need to because they have three months in between, almost every, almost three months in between every pay per view. That they don't really need to jam so much, and and, and the, another well, problem is that they're all pay per view, like, huge. yeah. But they have these special, like, pay per view like t- shows, so it's like we don't yeah, need man. the five hour pay per views. Oh, you're gonna and, be oh, building up these gonna... like, Road Rager and Fighter Fest, and you know, the Quake they at the really Lake need to make the Clash like, of the Belts, whatever. What's it called? The Battle of the Belts. Battle of the Belts, yeah. They really need to make that more important of a show. I know they, really they need to make that. More I don't important. think they've had the champ, the AEW champion on it in the three years that they've done, or the three times that they've done it. Yeah, I could they, be wrong they, on that, but I know that. No, no, you're exactly right. They did. They had the first. The first show was TBS. Uh, I think it was a TNT title or something okay. like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It, uh, it, they, it needs it needs the more star more. power. You can you, if you're going to be promoting all these big events, you know. Yeah. Because the Clash of the Champions when I was little was a huge thing. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and it they, was and they did it when they did it, they they did it twice it. a year. So yeah, it's a. Uh, I mean, both companies have their own problems. We're not bashing just AEW, but no, I agree with you. The pacing could be better. <sighs> so those of you guys Sorry that about are watching, my sniffling man, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Those of you guys that are watching, thank you so much for watching. Make sure you guys are subscribed if you guys are listening. Make sure you search on YouTube, the Aftermath Pro Wrestling Podcast. We are there. Hit that subscribe button. Like and comment if you like uh, what you're listening to. Uh, So be sure to subscribe. We're also on uh, iTunes, Google, Spotify, and uh, what have you. We're also on ProWrestlingTees.com. Make sure you get a t-shirt by searching for the Aftermath Pro Wrestling Podcast, and you'll see our shirts in the black, gold, and navy blue. Um, So make sure you guys get on that, because that helps support the cost of the show every month. Yeah. Um, And that's pretty much all I got. Episode 99 coming to you soon. Uh, in, I would say in a week or so, we'll, we'll have that information to you announced on our Twitter. 
Tommy, thank you so much for hopping on. Episode 98. We are two. Hey, thanks, man. Yeah. One more episode we have to finish before we get to episode 100, man. And that's I, so I weird to think. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. And I, I think we definitely have, we're going to have a guest for sure. Um, so I cannot wait. Going to be bringing the heat. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Tommy, thank you so much. That is a wrap of covering AEW Grand Slam Dynamite. We'll see what happens next week. Extreme Rules is in two weeks. Uh, we got, uh, you know, a lot of stuff coming up. It's going to be a very busy end of the year. And then before we know we're in WrestleMania season, I can't wait. But in the meantime, Tommy, you have an awesome day. And I will use well, my man. Guys all later. Let's go, Commanders. Gosh.